Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Presenter, check. Coffee, check. Laptop, check. Equipment, check. Clan, pansexual, classic rock, check. Welcome back to welcome to 2017, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, um, digital and on demand. Welcome to Out of the Pan for 2017. The pan is a-cookin'. We've fired it up and away we go. 3CR proudly, hugely um, broadcasts from the lands of original inhabitants and pays respects to elders past and present, including our rainbow elders, um, who in turn include sister girls and brother boys. We acknowledge their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land, um, or the land to be precise. And of course, Welcome to 2017 to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sally Goldner. Um, if you haven't tuned in before, if you made a New Year's resolution to listen to more of 3CR and you're hearing this program for the first time, we cover pansexual issues. Pansexual, in this context, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, trans and gender diverse, um, bi, pan, multi-agenda attracted, polyamory, all that sort of stuff um, that we do because we can. Um, that's what we do. And as part of the great diversity of shows that is 3CR, and of course, good to have um, the crew from out of the blue diving deep for the Marine News as they always um, do. Well, most times, except when they're on holidays like I was, every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. So make sure you tune in to them before as well. And of course, Freedom of Species at 1pm if you're listening live on a Sunday. But don't forget all the ways you can get the show by all the means of technology and all the ways by which you can communicate. Um, you can do what? Well, I'll give my age away. Do this um, newfangled thing called email. Well, it's not that newfangled anymore. Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. Text in. Um, it's just waking itself up, but it should be there any second. Um, 61401 Um You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And, um, of course, look for me on Facebook and also out of the PAN's Facebook page and put comments um, underneath um, um, the two posts there. And I'm going to ask for your help today because um, I want to talk about how we can, as I put on the um, post, how can we smarten up and hearten up. Um, what do I mean by that? I was somewhat sort of intrigued by Gillian Trigg's comment during December where she said, well, maybe we do have to toughen up. Now, I have to be honest, I hate um, that um, um, term, to be honest. It's very gendered, I think, at times, um, all that sort of stuff. 
But to some extent, I get what um, the good professor, um, not the one who couldn't, who could make a nuclear bomb out of a coconut, but couldn't fix a hole in a boat. No, not that professor. The good professor, Gillian Triggs, um, was meaning. But I, I had some time to think, which is always a useful thing to do, um, as far as I'm concerned. And I did some over the last six weeks, um, having some time out in the balmy conditions, which it is today, um, balmy in many ways, and thought, well, yeah, we do need a little, little, but I took it further and said we need to smarten up and hearten up. What do I mean by that? Um, There's no doubt that for for rainbow communities slash breedy communities and others, we um, are facing tough times. Um, Mr. POTUS um, over there, well, we're already seeing what he's up to, which is difficult. It would be very easy to feel helpless, powerless, panicked, but we don't have to. One of the things that got me was last year, I may have mentioned this, but I'll reiterate it. Nothing like a good reiteration. Always said that. Um, Is that, well, maybe we're going to have to find new, very different ways to do things. I don't like this post-truth era. What is it? Alternative facts. Um, well, sorry, I should have given a brown paper bag warning on that. Um, and um, that sort of stuff. Um, but, um, you know, how do we adapt to it and stick to our conscience and our values? So we might have to look at new ways. We might have to be a bit bolder. Now, what's stopping us doing that? My thought is, well, we've all of us in the rainbow community, or at least 99.8% of us, have had some degree of difficulty. We've got something that limits us, that gives us a degree of internalised prejudice. Well, we're going to have to question the question. We're going to have to say, what do we do to overcome it? Let's just say all of us um, got rid of 1% of our internalised prejudice or whatever we want to call it, negativity, because we were told we are part of the rainbow, or not told we were, that we faced negativity for being part of it. We all improved by 1%. Uh, any advance on one, two percent, five percent, ten percent. Well, we can do it. There's all something we can overcome. We're going to have to work it together and work it out. So that's one possibility, in my um, humble opinion. What can we do? But there's also lots of other things. There was a great um, video that emerged during the week, um, which I'll dig out shortly, on what we can do to counter the Trump era and the Trump-like politics that are going on. So there's lots of resources we can find. Um, we've just got to look and connect ourselves to them and connect ourselves to positivity. I'm not being all hippie sort of thing, but and you might say, well, it sucks that we have to do it, but we can't control other people. We can't, as much as the imagery of putting Donald Trump and a few others in a one-way TARDIS with 15 padlocks to the end of the universe and making it run out of fuel when it gets there is a great image, I don't quite think it's going to happen. Um, and Doctor Who would probably be very upset at the misuse of the TARDIS for such evil purposes or something like that. So we're going to have to ask and be proactive. What can we all do? And I'm going to give an example of where internalised prejudice, I think, creeps into us. Um, sometimes you hear people say, oh, we have to present a united front in the rainbow communities, um, all of them, or one being, say, trans and gender diverse, or we have to work together. Who's telling us we have to do that? We have his right to admit varied opinions and to stick to our values. The problem is that when um, negativity happens within our own communities, such as bullying or prejudice, such as transphobia, biphobia, sexism slash misogynism, 
Because of this, we have to work together. These things get covered up. I'm going to talk about that later in the show. Um, there is clearly an issue within our own communities, but if we address it, we can all be stronger. Um, well, who says we have to agree? We have, we have a right to have debates. We have a right to the same equality and the best quality of life as anyone else. For a long time, I think this has stopped issues like intimate partner and family violence being talked about in a rainbow context. This issue emerged throughout, as I'm now calling it, hashtag that year, referring to the period um, day-wise between 31 December 15 and 1 January 17. We just don't want to mention it. Um, if there was something good, at least it was being talked about that happened in hashtag that year. So we need to talk about these things, no, but we don't have to be worried that um, knuckle-headed politicians will say um, um, things like, see, these people um, are screwed and so we shouldn't give them any rights. To hell with them. We will do what we need to do to better our lives, and we need to do that individually. We need to do it collectively within each of the parts of the rainbow and the rainbow as a whole. So there's lots we can do. I want to get to you thinking about that. Um, what can we do? It's not impossible. Um, so um, musically, well, in the words of Stars, um, well, originally Stars, and that one from the Andrew Durant Memorial Concert with Mick Peeling on lead vocals, I am back again, and I'm going to make you think. So let's have your thoughts on all the means of technology. Um, Facebook, my page, or Out of the Pans, uh, at Sal Gold said so. Um, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, text 61401078981. And in the meantime, courtesy of the Blues Brothers soundtrack, I will give you some think music. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. Slavery is back. Welcome to a place where private business profit from a captive labour force yet pennies are spent on medical services to a population in which the Indigenous, the poor and the mentally ill are overrepresented. Where isolation, humiliation and degradation are facts of life. Welcome to prison. It depends who's telling the story, I suppose. The prisoners would have one view. The people who work in the prison system would have another. And I think it's up to people to decide uh, you know, where, where the truth is. Give government propaganda and the media spin doctors the flick. And check out Doin' Time for news, views and tunes on prison issues from Guantanamo Bay to Christmas Island to prisons and detention centres everywhere. Every Monday at 4pm on your community radio, 3CR. We are still fired up and we're still talking about revolution. An expensive fundraiser is being held in Melbourne to pay for the far right's continued campaigns in Australia against halal, Muslims and the left, with guest speakers Corey Bernardi and George Christensen. We're calling on everyone to come and protest on February 10th to make their fundraiser a failure. Let the racist rich know they'll always lose in Melbourne. Check out the Facebook event page at Campaign Against Racism and Fascism. That's facebook.com slash campaign ARF or text 0422 726 843 for details. Solidarity trumps hatred. Campaign Against Racism and Fascism is a 3CR supporter. 
That's us, 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, um, and all sorts of places out of the pan. Um, Great to be back with you for 2017, um, fighting, um, um, get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Um, You could go and um, do... Do that, find out how you can campaign against that expensive dinner. The thing, of course, with anything, I just want to say, is whatever you do, do it safely. Look, you've got to do self-care. There's a great saying, I'm the best person to do self-care, and it does apply, whether we apply it or not, to about 7 billion of us on the planet. And seriously, it does apply to those of us who are in sort of social justice stuff where it's often... Um, you know, we're often sort of, you know, into whatever stage of the old Gandhi saying, what is it, first they ignore you, then they reject you, then they ridicule you, then you win, something like that. When you're facing that sort of those sort of things, it can be really difficult. Um, so look after yourself, um, do whatever works for you, whether it's going for a walk in the park or playing with your four-legged friend or whatever else it is, and make sure you look after yourself when you do this sort of stuff. Um, of course... Prior to the messages, um, well, the other message, of course, got to say hi to the fabulous rock-loving, pun-loving Pete, one of the hosts of Do and Time, Talk and Custody. And hopefully we can say watch this space for a teensy bit of good news on that in Victoria. Can't say any more at this stage. Um, but, of course, musically, um, we just heard from Aretha Franklin taking lead Vox from the Blues Brothers soundtrack. Better think about it. Think about what you can do this year. And um, we'll make, we'll make, not just make it through, we will get through. One thing that has impressed me is that this comes up a lot. I do believe that we are in a funny sort of generational climate on a few levels. There's the proverbial good news and there's bad news, so to speak. Um, which one do we go with first? Well, knock the bad news over. I was at a government thingy-doodad forum yesterday for the state government and the GLBTI community. And look, there is every certainty that this state government is doing some good things, and that's not a politically biased statement. The fact that we've got a gender and sexuality commissioner, an Australian first, um, the various working groups that have been set up, um, the whole of government task force, a justice and a health working group, sub-working groups for trans and gender diverse and for intersex, and whilst it was, of course, it was disappointing, if not and if not worse, some might, and given some of the means of opposition, disgusting that the birth certificate reforms failed. Well, um, and not likely it will be back in this parliament. Although I, no, I'd like to get some legal advice on that, given out the Victorian state constitution, um, the bill can't be presented, I believe, in its current form in this parliament, which makes life interesting. Um, but. Um, Uh, We'll have to see, unless someone changes their vote, which is a possibility. Um, Lots of good things being done by the state government, but when it came time, there was a panel discussion, and I'm deliberately keeping this de-identified, but I think the issues are important. Um, I had in mind an issue that had been on my mind, and my hand didn't go up quickly enough, but all the other people who spoke before me were on the same theme. There is clear evidence, even in Melbourne, which is one of the better progressive queer cities in, a, in this country, and I think it's fair to say on this planet, of an, at least a perception, if not an outright reality, of a divide, um, a sort of rich and poor, them and us divide within the rainbow. And we've got to get on top of this really quickly, and that's something that I'm committed to do, including via this show. Um, before I had a chance to get what I had to say going, um, 
you know, people had stood up from multicultural backgrounds saying, you know, are we being listened to? Someone who's a rainbow person, who's a school teacher, that sort of thing. Um, people experiencing disability. Um, and then I got my say, and I was concerned about constant buy erasure. There does seem to be a, you know, big, you know, sort of um, top end of town in, in queer town, and you know, then there's the really the groups that struggle now. Um, you know, the thing is, if we're going to be asked to do all these things, like contribute to the formation of a pride centre, again, a great initiative, or go on the, the rural roadshows that have been organised by Row Allen, the thing is, we've got to have a diverse representation. But if the various groups are not funded, um, you know, such as bi and trans and gender diverse, which I can speak for directly, but others who I would believe would share the same concerns, people working in the sex industry, intersex, um, various disability and multicultural type of groups, uh, many others. We can't get on the roadshow. We can't. And yes, there were, I believe there was some some sort of allowance, you know, that those who went on the roadshow who were not otherwise waged were um, paid, you know, food, accommodation, daily allowance. But even if they, uh, if they are otherwise waged but they're not working in the rainbow community, their other stuff is volunteer, how do they get onto this? The problem is that I feel that I think there's reasonable evidence to say that the big end of queer town gets consulted all the time and the rest of us fit in around it. And with that, that's in relation to the Pride Centre in particular, that is a problem because, um, you know, we do have to um, face um, how, how we get around this. Now, I unfortunately had to leave even before lunch, didn't even get the free sandwich, or I pinched one as I walked down the road because I'll um, tell you some good stuff, get to the good news. Um, but I did get reports back from colleagues that there this was taken on board throughout the afternoon, given that everyone who stood up, and I should also acknowledge, um, well, again, I won't identify, but a fabulous young trans person who is totally comfortable about speaking, I will say, their mind, um, said, well, what about youth? You know, where are youth being consulted on decisions? And this is a fair call. Um, the sudden re rearrangement of safe schools, was that done in consultation with youth? Not to my knowledge, well, who was consulted at all? And that's a fair question, regardless of how <clears throat> good the current state Labor government is. Sorry about the wog in the float. Um, got rid of it. Um, so there's some issues, but I think that there is still enough goodwill and receptiveness within our rainbow community to listen but I have to say, as someone who is part of that largely unfunded stuff, yes, I get paid to go out and do the training work, but I'm not funded for, let's say, the advocacy and policy work. When I struggled as a volunteer to get to meetings, or my organisations do, and then big organisations turn up with three representatives, you've got to wonder, is there a, is there a misallocation of resources going on? It was great that during January, particularly in the first half, we're all madly pressing buttons on the LGBTIQ grants, but they're not permanent staff funding. They are one or two years. And I hope, I fervently hope, and I think it will be the case that the state government and the various um, committees and task forces listen to what came out of that. What are people asking? I can now confirm um, officially that for the million dollars of grants on offer, the original first round late last year, in hashtag that year, there was $5 million of applications. This shows how chronically underfunded and unfunded 
most of the rainbow communities are here in Victoria. And of course, there are disparities within the disparities. So Houston, um, yeah, we've got some issues going on. But on the good news front, um, the one that impressed me over the midsummer period at both Carnival and Pride, and I went all mushy, um, big Auntie Sally moment, because we can, um, was the visibility of queer youth, and in particular trans and gender diverse youth and family members. It was only 10 years ago, said Auntie Sally, reminiscing, that I think I knew three out trans and gender diverse people under 25, and to see the huge contingent marking, marching with parents and friends of gender diverse children, it was actually Georgie Stone, um, late um, mid to late teen trans person and um, LGBTI Victorian of the Year. It was her first Pride March, which I was a bit surprised by. I thought she might have been out before, but of course she's doing great stuff, um, along with many others, battling the nonsense that is the stage two puberty blockers, kerfuffle. Um, good to see, by the way, Justice Connect offering some support legally um, for that. Um, but I've got to say, at Carnival myself, as I walked by the minus 18 area, just to see young queer people having a good time as well, it was pretty moving for a 51-year-old chook pan poultry, whatever I am. So um, it would be very cheesy, as I said, after Carnival to start singing, I believe the children are our future. But they are. And that gives me hope. So something we can do this year, what gives us hope um, in these troubled times? Seeing there is a generational shift, I'm overwhelmingly convinced um, that the, I'll say broadly, under 30s are far more positive on the rainbow stuff um, than my era was. Um, you know, we, I do an exercise in training which asks people what were the overall attitudes at your secondary school whenever you were there about LGBTI and often there's just people say well you haven't got a word for us because it just wasn't talked about at least it is now yes we've got distance to travel yes safe schools under threat but you know, you know I'm just very heartened to see the number of young people out there it is really moving and cathartic so there's something we can do how do we keep that rolling we make sure that that whilst we're having what is obviously a glitch at high levels at the moment um, how can we keep that sort of positive stuff going um, so, yes, no, I'm not going to um, play um, Whitney Houston, The Greatest Love of All. Um, that would be really getting away from the pansexual classic rock theme of the show. Um, but humour and um, vent, as Dr. Phil would say, releasing your anger can help. And if you are um, a bit cheesed off with Mr. Potus um, of the last two weeks and some of the things that he is up to and his crew... Um, then maybe the warped sense of humour in this song, an original from Weird Al Yankovic off the Essential Collection. I'm not sure which original album it came off will be for you. Here's his um, tribute as to what you might want to think about that you don't, things you'd rather do than listen to Donald Trump's speeches in the track One More Minute. 3CR 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, a nice, romantic, caring, sharing love song, which probably sums up how people already feel about listening to announcements from Donald Trump two weeks in. Um, but hopefully, humour can be a weapon. There you go. Uh, one more minute. Um, great clip, um, by the way, if you are watching, want to track that one down on YouTube. Um, Weird Al Yankovic from the Essential Collection. Um, I'm your Weird Al, um, one of the great um well staples of our time and of course um um well known for the 
fabulous truck driving song, which is a bit of a classic in trans circles, um, as well as many others. Um, the um, fabulous um, tributes to um, the, um, to Star Wars, Yoda, um, amongst others. Um, and um, good on your Weird Al. Well, um, the... Um, um, news of the day, queer-wise, in the papers or the weekend, is that apparently moderate liberals, um, all three of them, no, um, in the federal party are trying to get a free vote sorted for um, marriage equality, to give it its correct name. Um, and also, before I sorry go on to that, before I forget, the fabulous Linda the Star has um, said we need to hearten up through everyday kindnesses, think global, act local. Yes, damn flippin' good idea. Um, you know, what can you do? Um, just be nice to people. Um, thank people for making you coffee. Um, I do that because then I know I'm awake. A bit like um, George Burns who always used to say, if he wakes up and his name isn't in the obituary columns, he knows he isn't dead. If I someone hands me coffee, I know I'm awake and I'm alive. Um, but yeah, um, the marriage issue back in there this weekend, as I say, is moderate liberals trying to um, you know, get a free vote, but of course the um, failed Trump, Mr Abbott, um, saying um, that um, we um, said it would be breaking an election promise. Yeah, this from the person who um, 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 was, what was it, um, said, uh, you know, that there would never be funding cuts to the ABC or to Medicare or something like that. Yeah, right. And the question is, some people would say, is this a liberal leadership issue? Well, who's Malcolm Turnbull going to be replaced with? I mean, ScoMo? I don't think so. Um, so I don't know what, not that I really care. Um, anyway, but um, yeah, so marriage still there. Let's hope it's all the same, regardless of the Liberal Party's internal politics, that it can just get through. Hashtag get it done. Um, the first... Um, time I put on the money penny gear, as I call it, the slightly more formal wear for the year was um, on the, um, the uh, Monday, the twenty third of January. I was called before the Senate inquiry into the current marriage bill, which looks at um, issues of religious celebrants and that sort of stuff. Now, um, sorry, civil celebrants and religious officials. Now, religious officials, what they do in their building, um, we'll say in terms of their religion, yes. They have a right to marry who they do and don't want to, not questioning that. But the idea that civil celebrants, a business, can start doing religious discrimination is baloney. We've never had businesses allowed to discriminate on the basis of religion before in this country. Let's not start it now. It's a stealth attack on a key principle of our anti-discrimination and equal opportunity laws. Um, doesn't just affect LGBTI, it would affect single parents. Um, full marks to Senator Louise Pratt, so glad that she is back in Parliament as of the middle of, well, something good came out of hashtag that year. Louise Pratt is back. She is back. Um, and anyway, um, um, she raised the question that a trans person in stealth, let's say a trans woman with an F on birth certificate, um, in stealth could be married by someone who didn't want to marry GLBTI people um, to an M, of course, and they wouldn't know. But this therefore creates a hierarchy within trans and gender diversity. If someone in terms of their outward gender expression is less stealth, less passable, I hate the word, but we'll run with it, um, then they're going to face discrimination. So it just shows how silly it was. And one of the civil celebrant groups 
said that only, according to them, 3% had a conscientious objection. I think there comes a point where we realise we've got it. We're not going to get 100% consensus on how to do marriage equality. Hashtag get it done. And yours truly quoting the castle saying that um, the home is about people who love each other, who care for each other. It's a place for people to turn to. Well, um, Daryl John Kerrigan was right. Um, it's about people full stop, um, that sort of thing. Um and yes, if people think they can stop marriage equality with these endless delaying tactics, then tell them they're dreaming. Anyway, we've had a text in. Um, enough of marriage. Let's just get it done. Jonathan has said, I think we all know full well the Pride Centre will be mainly focused on gay, lesbian issues and transgender, bisexual will be an afterthought. Unfortunately, there's no doubt that is going to happen. Ooh. Um, look... Strictly personal opinion, and I forgot to say that at the start of this show. We'll do it every week this year. Um, any show opinion I put on this show is a personal opinion, not connected to any organisation or structure or committee with which I'm involved. I would have to say I'm pretty worried about that, Jonathan, and so are other people, including some of the nicer elements of cisgender, monosexual, gay men and lesbians. Um, and it does seem that if you... And my proof for that is that when the newsletters get out to a select few from the Pride Centre board, um, this mysterious board that somehow got appointed. Um, it's all about how they're consulting with about three or four large queer community organisations, some of whom who have, will say, room for improvement on diversity, no matter what they want to believe in, in their own spin. So Jonathan raises a good point. How is the Pride Centre going to really cater for everyone? Um, it's a big issue. And I think, Jonathan, you raise a pretty fair point there. Um, and I'm just, I just would ask if you've got more info, happy for you to um, contact me and I won't read it out on air about no doubt that's going to happen. And I do wonder whether there is a tendency, governments sometimes say that in terms of communities, they want to deal with as few as organisations as possible. They, are, they can't be bothered doing one extra payment, EFT payment to pay out a, a grant or something to a separate organisation. Well, that is still not going to work if the smaller parts of the community are swallowed up into some of the bigger orgs because I personally severely doubt some of those bigger organisations to advocate equally and equitably for groups like bi and trans that I can speak for and probably for intersex and people working in the sex industry for whom I can't speak but would have a strong guess. So fair call, Jonathan. So we're going to have to, well, keep communicating and come up with a win-win outcome on this issue of who is included and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, some of the issues that we face. Um, what else is going on in the community? As I said, pretty good Pride March and Carnival, not just for all the young people. I felt that Pride March, there after two or three years since Pride March had been a separate entity, and sadly I think a lot of the, um, you know, you know, sort of... Not, um, history historical knowledge was lost of how to organize it it did seem to be a better um, process this year i did like the block scenario where you had a block moving off at a time a bit like mardi gras so it wasn't just 164 groups with you know whittly little signs um, that you couldn't see above anyone's ankles um having the a group b group c group i didn't get to see any of the smoking ceremony and the the welcome to country um, but that sounded awesome from all reports. Um, and so, yeah, overall pretty good. I did like what happened at the end, well, most of it. 
the fact that there was some degree of focus at the end with some community groups. Great to see my um, declaring the interest as a committee member of Bisexual Alliance, my two colleagues, Melam Rose and Chris Wallace, getting up and speaking for Bi Alliance, some trans representation, the fabulous Amy Middleton at Moodleton on Twitter, I love saying that, um, also speaking. Um, well, Martin Fo- well, Martin Foley, great that he was speaking, but um, there is a question to be asked. If Pride March and Carnival are events for the LGBTI community and supporters, why were the Liberals there? Um, they think that you know, gays are pedophiles and what is it, um, safe schools will groom people in terms of gender and, they, and some Liberals think tran- debating transgender birth certificates is a waste of time. Not really very supportive. Where are the smaller Liberals countering them? They seem pretty quiet. These are fair questions. Um, and the fabulous Felicity Marlowe, um, as an individual, but of course known for her Rainbow Family's work, has said, um, love your work. Um, love yours too, Fliss. Um, great work that you and others did um, in terms of the situation re Midsummer. I think they have learnt, to be fair, that Midsummer have learnt from the Murdoch media sponsorship situation. But, um, you know, I think we've just got to bed down the, the details and make sure. I think one thing that has to happen is some sort of diversity, real diversity checklist within so organisations that claim to be LGBTIQ um, and how inclusive they are, but also an ethics test as well. And I think that. I mean, I know this station has an ethical sponsorship guideline, so does Transgender Victoria. I don't see why it's so hard for Midsummer to work one out and, you know, do it on some sort of grading level. I mean, a $500 sponsorship isn't going to bother, but clearly, um, you know, the gold level and other major level sponsors need to be, you know, really checked out properly and not by certain um, 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 sort of so-called... Um, diversity check measures that really are very 1990s gay and lesbian. All right. Um, so, yeah, things that we can get on top of, we can do it within our own community. And, of course, if we keep our own community strong, um, if we make sure that the parts that are underrepresented are strengthened, that's good for everyone. So let us do it. Um, hard to believe sometimes it can work out, but um, in the words of a big winner at um, this year's Golden Guitar Awards up at Tamworth, yes, it's country music time. This one, though, from the winners in 2008, Troy Cassar Daily. Everything's going to be all right. Auntie Sally said so. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. I often feel the only thing standing between us falling off that precipice and actually fighting our way back up the top of the hill is the trade union movement. I really believe that. We have the numbers, we have the commitment, we have the heart, we have the will to really fight. And the only way we're going to win that fight is to grow the union movement. That was Jed Carney talking up union. Stay tuned to 3CR for more union news. 8.55 on your AM dial or 3cr.org.au. on Sundays at 5.30pm for Intersections. Building feminist solidarity across race, gender, class, sexuality and ability. Live studio guests. Interviews with activists and practitioners from different fields, including health, education, arts and more. 
book, art and film reviews. Music and feminist rant of the week. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio on Sundays at 5.30pm, 855am on your dial. Intersections! The Human Spaghetti Junction. Yes, we're all multifaceted. Seriously, a great program. One of all the great programs on 3CR. 5.30 this afternoon if you are listening live on a Sunday. Um, lots are happening. Um, great to see. Um, Things that are coming up, things are cranking back into full gear um, as we move past the um, queer season and the general holiday summer season in Australia and Melbourne in particular. That um, is January. Um, The traffic's back. We're all back at work. Anyway, um, but there are lots of good things. If you do get anxious by work or traffic and you're a trans person, you could go to the Trans Anxiety Group, which happens on the second Wednesday and fourth Saturday of each month, the second Wednesday being um, the 8th of February, coming up um, this Wednesday. Um, If you are listening live or even if you're listening to the um, repeat on Wednesday morning at 5am, hello if you're up and about then. Um, or if you're listening to the podcast before about um, 7 p.m. Um, next um, before next even, next Wednesday evening, look for the flyer on Transgender Victoria's website. Good news: Bent TV got a six-month extension. Hurrah! Um, on that is on free to air. Still, of course, um, at benttv.org.au and the YouTube channel, um, which is fabulous to see. Um, <clears throat> that pretty much actually gets us through till next week. Now, Felicity Marlowe, if you're still listening, is the Rainbow Family's picnic on next week? Um, if you can um, squeak that in um, by the end of the show, in the next seven minutes, five minutes, something like that, that would be funkier for us. Um, and, um, oh, actually, no, I've marked myself up. Next Saturday night is Seahorse. Um I did miss one, um, Seahorse Club of Victoria, a long-running group for support and social group for trans and gender diverse people with a focus, I think it's fair to say, on trans women, but all welcome. Um, it's also great to see, of course, the Trans Central stall at Midsummer, Trans Central Station. I love that. I can't remember who came up with that name, but they should be down in the uh, Victorian trans and gender diverse history books for that one. Um, great to see so many trans and gender diverse and family groups there, lots of people dropping by. And yes, you might say, why does the trans community do it? There are still people who, you can see them, they sort of, will I come up to this store? Will I come up to this store? And they go, um, and someone goes, can we, you know, in the our best words, can we help you? Yeah, look, I think I might be trans. Connection, yay. Um, yeah, pretty good carnival overall. Um, lots of good fun to be had. And lots of good stuff to be had as well for all sorts of people. Um, I've got to say something else good that happened yesterday, which um, um, after I had to race off from the government thingy doodad thing that I was at, um, was the grand trans plan. Um, sort of, um, what is it? In the words of a Warden Brothers cartoon, you won a grand prize. Um, well, we had a grand trans plan, we being myself, um, facilitating Andrew Eklund from FTM Shed and TGV, the fabulous... Danny Weber, um, a.k.a. Danny Boy, who also had a show last night, and Megan McDonald from Parents and Friends of Gender Diverse Children. Um, and what were the things we needed to talk about? Well, some people, what you know, there was certainly a need to talk about how to deal with pronouns and all the rest, but how can we get more up-and-coming trans and gender diverse artists and probably 
um, those who are struggling but have some good art of any sort of art in the broader sense of that word into Midsummer Festival. The need perhaps for a scholarship or sponsorship approach or um, something like that and maybe um, you know, the wheel turns and you know who knows, it just might be the kickstart that some fab artist needs to become um, the next um, sort of Jordan Raskopoulos or something like that. And then, you know, maybe if they could then donate the money back and pay it forward, all that sort of thing. So a good conversation. I understand there were some good conversations with um, people in relation to disability and First Nations as well. So a tick to midsummer for those ones. And I think um, I haven't compared notes with the other two yet. Should do that. Um, in particular, the inimitable Jacks, Jackie Brown. Um, also, good to see a lot of um, representation of queer and disabled throughout some of the art exhibitions this midsummer. Um, yours truly was on a panel discussion out at the city of Brimbank, out to Sunshine I went, along with Jacks Jackie Brown, Melon Rose um, and others. And great to see that people are standing up and being visible um, or just being visible full stop. Now, that was a bad, um, unintentional slip, no excuses, though. Um, just being visible in all forms of disability, physical, intellectual, um, and mental health. All right. Um, thank you to all those people who have tuned in. If I do hear from the inimitable Fliss Marlowe about the Rainbow Families Picnic, I'll put a note on the Out of the Pan page. Um, but I have a feeling, but please don't take me on gospel. It could be next Sunday, so... Um, you could be listening into Out of the Pan and be at a picnic. Sounds like a fair thing. Um, um, but take care of yourself this afternoon uh, in the balmy weather. Just because it's overcast does not mean there's UV out there. So slip, slop and slap and make sure to protect yourself from UV as well. Take it out today, uh, well, with an appropriate track from Dragon um, from their Bondi Road album in the early 90s and simply summer. Thanks for tuning in to the first Out of the Pan for 2017, I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.